Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about beer and video games. I'm Ben, and I'm here with <laughs> the mimicking man, <laughs> Mr. Adam uh, uh Yes, hey, that, that that was some jokey jokes for only the people who watch the video, which I <laughs> yeah. believe is no one. About six people. Oh, really? Yeah, about six people in each episode, I think. Oh, that's pretty good. Hi, some people. people. Hi, six people. Hi, YouTube six people. You guys want to see what our beers and our faces look like, obviously. Uh, tonight, the first episode of 2019, is going to be a little bit different. Adol, you're drinking beer. Yes. But I am not. I'm also pretty unaware of things I'm supposed to be talking about, so that's also par for the course. <laughs> Just a standard episode, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are, yes... I'm not drinking beer. I'm going to be drinking rum because I was gifted, well, four bottles over Jesus. Christmas. I enjoy rum. I like it. People obviously know that. And I haven't had time to go to the bottle shop. So, breaking my own rule, I'm not drinking beer, but bring something else instead that I enjoy. Um, Are you going to be drinking out of the tanked up non-beer um, vessel? I, I'm going to be drinking out, up no. out of... you got to find yourself a measuring cup, sir. <laughs> so uh, the official do... non-beer drinking I probably do have three measuring cups in the house yeah. I could have used that was poor poor planning on my part you're right um, we are also going to be talking about our kind of most anticipated games of the upcoming year uh, some of them might be released in this year some of them might not be who knows we've had zero dates for anything apart from the first sort of quarter of games being released but we're going to talk about that so adult first beer of the evening what are you going for uh, i'm going uh, a beer you will recognize um, because you bought it for me for christmas <laughs> is the weird beard kill pills a changing dry hopped pills minstrel archer pacifica Loggers have a bad reputation in history. This is our attempt to avenge that. What where we've brewed a new pilsner in our range that's complex and deserving of appreciation. Actions speak louder than words, and we want ours to speak volumes. So we're putting out a series of these pilsners, each armed with different dry hops, under the name Kill Pills. Understand that Kill Pills is no sh shirking... I thought it was shirking violet, not shrinking violet. Anyway, no shrinking violet. Yeah, I don't know why I thought yeah. shrinking. Uh, it is nothing ordinary. Each changing dry hop profile is unrelenting in being aromatic and flavorful. Each hopping schedule is calculated and well executed in the final beer. Every batch of this beer is as clean as the decisive slash of a samurai, just Come as on. excellently crafted as a sword made by Hattori Hanzo. A bold pilsner stands before you in this bottle with the potential to massacre the existing generic mass-produced lagers out there. A beer like this should be by no means be underestimated in bringing it for attribution. Jeez, uh, they put a lot of info on that bottle. Except not really, because... What? Limit. <laughs> Besides anger. <laughs> Just pure flavor text, nothing else. Non-flavor flavor text. <laughs> yes, yes. 
Yeah. Um, you pulled that one. Uh, you, you mentioned I bought it for you for Christmas. Yes, I saw that one, and I obviously I thought of us as such because we barely get weird beard down here. Lucy drinks yeah. it all the time. She really enjoys them. So I thought that was a good one to pick. Um, so also why I kept it for the podcast because I thought nice. a good why choice. Did we ever get these? Yes. I don't know what to start with. I have three rums because uh, I thought I'd go through them quite quickly. Obviously, just a small glass of each. Uh, I might start first with. I mean, I've not had. Uh, that's, I'll start with the one I have had first, but I haven't had for a long time. So this is the Havana Club oh, Seven nice. Year Special. Um, it's, it's a good rum. It is. It's. It is a good rum. Uh, I've. I, I managed to finish off a bottle on a New Year's Eve one Jesus. year after drinking beer most of the afternoon. Blacked out round about one o'clock in the morning so probably not going to drink quite that much today i'm gonna to drink a little bit uh, am i going to read you the flavor text of these rums no i'm not um, is there flavor text or is there, there is. just i mean there is flavor text each well, of them each of them do have well, one of them is in them? one of them's in spanish so i can't read that one um all right i do i do the the havana club havana club seven is a marriage of characterful rums each aged for a minimum of seven years. Uniquely, every time we make it, a portion is returned to barrel for several more years. This extra aged rum is then added back to a future batch of Havana Club 7 in a cycle of continuous aging. The result is a multi-layered rum that can be enjoyed neat or with your own twist. Well, I'm going to be drinking it neat because, of course... You're a tidy person. Exactly. I'm going to have a little, I'm only have a little you know, swig of each and I'll see how quickly I get through it. Tell us, tell us about your beer. Um, it is a little more orangey amber than I was expecting. Hard to tell in this light for you six people yeah. looking at the video. Um, as you can, <laughs> it's definitely um, a lager. Like the head has just sat around the entire time. Mm. Uh, I poured it right after finishing the plethora of text, um, yeah. and it's still a finger there. Like literally, you could see on the video. Look, a finger, a finger mm. of head. Um, it's got a bit of a lemony. Um, lemon citrus uh nose to it which is really nice. interesting you can tell that it's been dry hops because again usually we don't get much of a nose on these lagers mm. um i want to say almost something a touch soapy okay sort of um with a lot of beers you get that or a lot of say like cheaper lagers you kind of get a a slight weedy kind of dankness to them yeah that, that's quite light and kind of fades into a slightly more soapy kind of uh, f uh smell and flavor really is it is it sort of like that or is it more like that kind of coriander seed sort of it's a bit more like a very light coriander but very antiseptic like very very small and yeah. really light so it doesn't have that like earthiness in it yeah. Okay. That um, makes sense. I don't know if you can hear Grumbly Pants beside me. Only just. He's like, give me beer. Give hmm. me beer. Um, it's more of that coriander-ish taste. Um, it's quite light. It almost classifies, say, delicate. There's some other yeah. things going on, but they're all quite light. Um, that sort of 
textbook nuttiness that you some sort of you get a little bit uh, with pilsners and lagers in general isn't there at all. Okay. Um, it's got a, a little bit of a slight piney bitterness in the finish. Yeah. Also just um. Again, like the I've, I've said this before on the podcast, growing up in around deciduous trees, like. If you, as a child, you try biting into a pine needle and you get that, like, really strong bitter taste, it's that sort of thing, but really super scale back. So it's that, like, specific type of piney bitterness, but really, 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 really light. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, it's, it's really, really pleasant and um, easily drinkable. Um mm. Uh, subsequent sips. The um, what I'm liking a lot about this is the bitterness from the hops is building. Okay. So like third and fourth sips have tasted. I think because the finish just lasts, so it starts to compound. Because mm. everything else is so light that now suddenly the foretaste is getting some of that bitterness because it's sitting in my mouth and it's yeah, yeah. really quite refreshing in that way. Mm. It does mean that I will want to drink it quicker because then I'll have that compounding taste. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I can I can expect this one to go back pretty swiftly. Tell us about Havana Club number seven. Um Havana Club seven. It's a mm. I mean it's a big nose. I could I could smell it after I'd poured it and I'd set the glass down, it was just wafting kind of towards me. It's hard to pick up kind of anything on the on the nose really. You're getting obviously it's kind of it's kind of got that alcoholy kind of not it's like you were saying about like a clinical kind of soapiness mm. you know you with a lot of spirits especially when you drink them neat you get that kind of ethanol waft from them um you you kind of get that underlying kind of alcohol that just that just breaks through almost everything in the yeah. in the flavor um, a lot of the time on the nose but it's quite a light nose, really. Um, and when you when you have the when you sip it, a lot of that kind of um, you know the the the, the flavour sort of just unfolds towards you, and you can kind of when you go back to smell it, you get like, oh yeah, okay, I can kind of get that a little bit now. But it's quite difficult to get it on the first kind of on the first nose that you take of it. But in the flavour. I mean, you get that initial kind of burn right at the, the the front of your tongue, on the sides. It wafts quite quickly towards the back, and and you know I'm feeling it here already. Mm. Like that burn just seeps down my throat. I'm getting very. I know they were saying that it was oak aged, uh, or put back into oak aged barrels, but I'm getting a lot of kind of woody notes from this. Um, I think there's a slight bit of vanilla. But I mean, I've had some rums which are like just a big vanilla hit, and they're mm. not—they're not my favourite kind of rums, you know. Um, I think rums that lean into vanilla a little bit too much—they're just just not quite for me. I like something like this, which is a little bit more delicate. You're getting those woody kind of notes through. Um, Havana Club or the Seven? I don't think it's not—I sp say it's not a spiced rum. It might have vanilla in it. Right, um, but it's not. It's not like a like a spiced rum, like a red. Exactly, exactly. Morgans. It's it's more of a it's more of a dark rum, yeah. um, but it's it kind of. I think it's. I want to say it's. It, it kind of feels like it's 
edging a little bit towards like licorice kind of uh, uh, taste to it mm. as well. And I don't know whether that's the combination of the the kind of the more oaky, woody sort of uh, flavour and that burn is creating right. that kind of flavour to it. You know, the combination of how it feels and how it tastes is just sinking to, to give me something else perhaps. Uh, but I mean, it's super easy to drink, really. Uh, yes, I suppose if you're not a seasoned kind of like spirits drinker, you're you will take a swig of this and you will feel that burn kind of instantly. But you're going to do that probably with with any spirit that you would drink. So if you're kind of a rum drinker anyway, this is just a nice dark rum, very easy to drink. Uh, that's not doing anything crazy, really. At least from what I've supped so far, it's not doing anything crazy. But it sounds like it's um so like I, I'm a I'm a um, Scotch man, single yeah. Scotch man, and uh, the uh, like Balvenie double wood is a classic favorite of mine because mm. it does it just does what it does really well, and it's like so yeah. what I call like a quote unquote daily like it's not doing anything extravagant, but because of that, it's always going to be welcome. Is that mm. sort of the the yeah. pocket? Yeah, of this definitely. Yeah, definitely is. Um, I've been drinking uh, the, the fourth bottle, which I'm not sort of featuring tonight because I've already drank half of it, um, was uh, Red Leg. Mm. Um, I cannot remember the distillery's name, but that is a spiced rum. For kind of, you do get a vanilla hit from that, but it's fades quite quickly, which is nice. Mm. You know, it's not sort of, it's not a Captain Morgan's. Um, it, it's, you know, there when they, when they took over and, the the morgan spice and it being like their spiced rum is full of full of vanilla or sailor jerry's which is full of vanilla um you know that had a, a nice vanilla hit but it faded very very right. nicely and that was again an, an easy drink you know not quite as deep as the havana club mm. um didn't quite give me as much of a as much of a burn um i think it was 40 percent, which most rums are yeah um the Havana Club is. Um, the second one I'll drink also is. The third one is not, though. The third one is different. But we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Let's drink and talk about games. Huzzah! Um, just before we jump into our anticipated games, I have actually found 30 minutes to play something since well, we last shit. recorded. That's it, though. 30 minutes to play. Yeah. <laughs> I have it. There's no, no that was before possible. Christmas. Yeah, yes, yeah. you've got exactly, exactly. No, I've started Hitman Two. <laughs> um, I played uh, the first mission. Now, when you say the first mission, do you mean the first mission of Hitman Two or the remastery? No, the first mission of Hitman Two. Um, I found out that I, I, uh, well, I didn't really know how to access those um, missions, so. You know, last week or, or a few days ago, before, uh, it must have been before the weekend, um, I downloaded Hitman uh, to make sure that it was on my machine for when I, because I knew yeah. I was getting Hitman 2 for when I brought it back so I could use that. I then went into Hitman 2 and it said, go into Hitman to then get the legacy pack to be able to use in Hitman 2 to, you know, essentially to show that I have that game sure yeah so but you had to check a box somewhere magically yeah yeah essentially so i went into hitman i went through the the store pages and i clicked on the legacy pack i think it's called the legacy pack yeah and um 
that basically started a download of the entire game again. Just the legacy version of the entire game. Ah! So, <laughs> so for, for a very brief point in time, I had two versions of Hitman and one version of Hitman 2 on my machine. Um, and, and, I mean, I've had that, but that's because I, I didn't uninstall games, and so I had the original Hitman and yep. then Hitman. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I wonder if I have, like, Cyber oh, well, to be Assassin fair, anywhere. The original Hitman was Hitman Agent 40, codename it was. It 47. Was. So true. Hitman was actually a unique name, but now with Hitman 2... I think the only thing that differs is that I guess you could pronounce the first Hitman 2 as Hitman II. No, because Hitman 2 What's is that? also is Hitman 2 Silent Assassin. Oh, ah. was it an II though, or was it a? No, I don't. I, oh, I don't it was know. For some reason, I don't know. I don't remember that. I just remember it being Silent Assassin tagged on the end. Um, so That's right, and now it's I, just number two. Yes. So I, I jumped into Hitman 2 whilst these things were downloading in the background. Yeah. So I thought I'd start on the first Hitman 2 mission, uh, which is a, a big house on the beach, uh, which you infiltrate. There's no one around, which is very interesting. You know, you go into the map, you kind of, you learn what's going on. You move around it, try and suss out kind of all the points. You yeah. have to go and collect something. And when you do, people show up. Of course they do. So you then have to escape essentially and it's very good as a, uh, a very kind of swift and easy kind of training mission you know there's only one target there's not a ridiculous amount of guards you're right. not um you know you're not going to be easily caught by the the cctv system you know because part of the, the the starting kind of tutorial that takes you through that level says here's you know here are cameras you should probably take these out and you know points you towards them and then you're a bit more aware of going around and, and shooting out cameras and things like that. So it l leads you in quite nicely, even though it does still have that um, that kind of prologue element, those prologue missions that you got within Hitman, they right. kind of still exist in this game without having to have Hitman. So there is a, there is a tutorial, but then kind of the first level leads you in kind of quite nicely, really, that you don't have to worry about it too much. So um, enjoying it. Obviously, it's more Hitman. Uh, as Lucy said when we were discussing it kind of on the last episode, it's more yeah. Hitman. It, it does feel like Hitman 1.5. Um, but that's kind of, that's fine for me at the moment. That's that's exactly what I want. Did, did you ever finish Hitman whatever it was called? Um, yeah. Seven? The, yeah, One, Hit Hitman 2016, 2015, 2016. 16. 16. Yes. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. So uh, I played all the missions. You, you know. Oh, the, the... right. You just didn't do all the nonsense. Like you didn't like Lucy it or like. No, yeah, no, yeah. nowhere near. I, I played. I definitely played around with it. Uh, but I, I maybe did, you know, like 25, 30 percent of each of the maps and the different kinds of missions good. you can do and stuff. That's still like yeah. a good like. I spent a reasonable, a reasonable amount of time with it, um, and as well, I didn't buy it episodically, so I got it all in kind of in one hit. So yeah. it it was just kind of the game I played for a couple of weeks. I seem to remember. Uh, I think this, I think Hitman Two will be similar to that. That it will be the game I now play for a couple of weeks. You know, I'll, I'll play something else. Um, you know, I think it's interesting that they, they. I mean, it's. I. It seemed like the episodic release kept them in the news cycle quite well. Yeah, 
Definitely. But obviously not well enough that they didn't think, fuck it, let's just put out a game again. Well, I know they obviously had issues with um, with Square. Square Enix. Oh, that's right. Right, right, right. Um, All about that whole thing. Yeah, because they dropped the studio. And obviously the studio must have retained all of the rights. Uh, they retained yeah, the they, rights they to the first before. game. Yeah. Yes, yeah, they, I mean, they, they must... I assume they must own the IP... Um, but I don't think that always means you own the game. It's dependent on how a publisher has sort of funded it or what, you know, yeah. they may just have done distribution. They may not have funded anything, Square Enix. But uh, so it, it's interesting that they got to keep that and that they have kind of, you know, they've gone out on their own and they've managed to smash out Hitman 2 in, you know, they may have been working on it for two years and Square Enix turned around and said, we don't want to put this game out. Uh, sorry, you're you're on your own. Um, mm. And they've gone. Okay, let's just turn it around quickly. We've we've gone out on our own. We need a big cash injection. Let's release what we've got as just one big package. Yeah, I mean people. that seems likely because I mean Hitman was the original Hitman. Like was it's always been an IO developer, but it was originally published by IDOS before mm. that was bought by Square. Yeah. So. Maybe that came along with the the acquisition, perhaps. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing, um, and that's why they've had that relationship. But uh... yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, um, super fun. Good. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say we've managed to talk all around except the whole part <laughs> where you spent thirty minutes playing it. Um, yeah, it's it, it it I mean it feels fluid. It feels good. The sort of the 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 kind of the the stealth elements you know the, the the crouching hiding behind things being able to take people out as they walk past you all of that feels good it feels fluid it feels easy um, I haven't kind of come into any firefights yet really know... I was going to ask because so one of the things that frustrates me with Hitman games is that it's Especially Hitman 1, it was really bad for this. Of like Hitman 1 had very low threshold fucking up. Yeah. Um, but as the series went on, it got better at like, mm. had, like you would have bad runs, but you yeah. didn't take a lot of work to have a good run, just not a mm -hmm. perfect run. Like it, it managed to do those three levels of stealth games, right? There, the, where the first level is survival, get it yeah. done. Second level is get it mostly done such that you don't feel like a prick and you you could move on if you felt like it. And then <laughs> yeah. the third level is actually quite difficult and takes a mm. lot of work. Like Hitman 2 was really good for like actually getting Silent Assassin on every mission was hard. Yeah. But like feeling like you were m mostly silent but you didn't make it perfect wasn't that hard. Yes. That gave you the challenge and a feeling of reward while making the like the pinnacle really hard to get. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't know kind of how it evolves through the, the rest of the stages because this, this first mission does feel quite easy, really. Uh, I'm playing it on um, the second difficulty. There's three difficulties. I'm playing it on the middle one, um, which I yeah. think is which... called Professional, I think. Which, uh, fuck, I hate how they don't call these things normal things. And also, some developers have decided that, like, we'll give you five difficulties, but yeah. we're going to tell you the right way to play this game is on 4 plus. Well, then, yep. Why just, is just that? Make it that? Just make it that. Right? Yeah, make make level 1, 1. Skip yep. level 2 and 3. Like, 
I don't know. It just it bothers me that it's just, <laughs> and also like normal. Whatever whatever word is most synonymous with normal should be what you're coding to. Yeah, because if it's not it's normal, mm. you're abusing the term. Yeah, you're deviating from the term exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yes, apart from the odd naming convention, I'm playing it on kind of normal on the middle difficulty. Yeah. Um, but and I, I've I have started the Miami level, but I haven't got that far into it. I've basically walked around a little bit. Um, so I don't know kind of how it is as a, as a whole package on some of the other levels. I know Lucy's playing it in a way that she is trying to just do kind of every level as she goes. Um, like like she, she's not going to, she, until she's done with a level, she's not progressing. Try and get as much done that's in it as I she would play like to. Because mm. it seems really daunting and that's what my gut wants me to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the complete opposite. I'm just going to run through the whole thing. And then go back to the things. And go back to go back to the the kind of like the one I like the most. Uh, try different things out, which then may open yeah. up other options, or not open up other options in the other missions, but allow me to think slightly differently about maybe yeah, the other I, missions and stuff. I my New Year's resolution is to game more like Ben. <laughs> but I mean, one of the reasons why I don't play games as much is because I my approach is so completionist that starting a game has a daunting level and i'm gonna you know i i I'm should be done the dissertation soon but then it's job applications and who knows what life will yeah. be but in general like it i like playing games and i don't do it as much even when i have the time because of this mindset and so mm -hmm. i'd like to fix that yeah that's because fair. a, a good uh, yeah. you know a good thing to strive towards well and i barely buy games but because i have like the humble monthly like i can mm. still get a couple games a month and like even if i let myself just poke it and then let it go because whatever yeah. then i'm gonna actually play way more games and not really even with spending more mm. and also i have a backlog up the wazoo um, <laughs> just to run through all of last year's games apart from the I, mean, I still haven't touched god of war which i borrowed from you before spiderman which yeah. i borrowed from you on christmas oh also um i don't know if you please tell me you don't that evelyn doesn't have this because this is the replacement christmas book she does not no good. it's really good it's written by bj novak one of the uh creators of the american office and writers oh it's really name my... quite close to mine i like that um it's uh yeah oh for those of you who weren't watching it's the book with no pictures by bj Novak. it's my, my niece and nephew love it good it's really That's really well so rich. and it, it it is truly lame there are no pictures but awesome. that doesn't matter it's That's a good, good story good. time nice yeah. sorry i just saw it and i was like oh wait i'll ask this question in the middle of whatever so um hitman you're keen to play more Yes, definitely and we'll talk about it more when kind of lucy is, is yeah, back on as well it. we're done Sorry, Lucy, you missed your chance. Um, I'm. I've oh, got you know what run. we're gonna do? I'm gonna install Hitman One, <laughs> and you're gonna play the legacy levels, and we're gonna talk about the same levels and get confused because there will be slight, small differences. Slightly different. I can I can hide in a crowd. You can't. Oh, is that one of the things? There's yeah. no um, yeah. Assassin's Creed academic scholar mode. That's what it was. Yes, not in yours. Not in yours, sir. But they will be in mine. Um, Burn. So I'm I'm drinking three rums. Yes. I may move on to my second rum. Are you I'm... are you ready to move on to another beer or are you Yeah, I'm good. 
doing you're good you're good awesome right i shall pour my next rum so this is Spire. just spiced rum from it's just called dark, spiced rum just called spiced oh. rum from dark matter huh. um, I who know. i assume make other drinks um drinks <laughs> they're in um aberdeenshire in scotland so maybe they make whiskies i don't know um so they um their flavor text or at least they say molecular engineering scotland i don't know what that means um essence shows you a little uh oh wow so um they are composition scotland's first rum distillery oh good googling nice yeah um, they do have a little bit of flavor text our curiosity drives us while science inspires us combining knowledge and imagination we obsessively uh, we obsessively pursue flavor through systematic study observation and experiment there we hmm. go okay their um their website's flavor text is the taste equivalent of warping into a liquid black hole but without every atom in your body being crushed to an infinitely small point I was quite sad that they didn't have that on the bottle. I was like, fuck, that's great. I'm waiting yeah. for Ben to read this. No, Ben did. No, no, that one's not on there. Um, I thought it was... I don't know why I thought it was a cork, but it's not. It's a screw cap. Whoa. Jeez. Oh, it's a spice rum. It is a spice rum. started with that one. Cool. Or maybe ended with that one. Is the, other, is the last one spiced? Uh, I don't know. It's all in Spanish. Oh. I mean, yes, by definition, then. I think I might have been um, racist, wait, so it, I don't know. The last one is a Cuban rum. So I have no idea. Um, but I'm going to drink this one now. It's got a big, big nose. I mean, as soon as you take that cap off, you can you, you get I mean, it. That's A good spiced rum should smack your face. That's what yeah, that's about. Yeah, rum. and this does. This absolutely hit me. Um, it's very... It's not, you know, it's not... It's not like a golden spice rum. It's still quite dark. Not not quite as dark. Not quite as um as black as the yeah as the Havana exactly. Club. A little little bit lighter. I'd say, um, I'd say more red. A slight redness. A little like bit. Red, a little sorry, bit it's not that it's more bronzy, red. It's just perhaps closer to red than brown. The yeah. last one was browner. Yeah, exactly. So there's a little bronziness to it. Um, so I'll smell this. What are you drinking next, man? I'm drinking Arbors. Oh, the Moe's. Ooh. Another you know canned arbor. It's a one-pint arbor can, and it is a hoppy pale ale brewed with New Zealand Moter, New Zealand Motueka, and America. It is all the Moe's. Nice. Uh, yeah, I was, I'm quite looking forward to this. Uh, I generally <laughs> like the Mo hops. Yeah. Um, and this has them all. And it's a pint. <laughs> One pint. And that is exactly the size you want a beer in. Is it a, what is it, a pale, uh, an IPA? It's a pale, I believe. Yeah. It is a hoppy pale ale, yeah. Nice. Um, Good. Although, so with this many hops, I don't know what makes it not an IPA when it's super hoppy in a pale ale. Mm. I mean... Maybe it says oh, there's a little bit wow, of malt in there. Oh, wow, that nose is amazing. Shut up. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> it is fruity and citrusy and Ooh. oh there's something oh what is that there's something else going on but i'm getting obviously with the mosaic and the motuaka you're getting the standard things but i don't know the motuere no thing. no i don't either. i don't know that uh, word 
No. Um, but it's doing. A th I'm assuming it's that because I know I'm, I'm more familiar with the other hops, but it's doing something mm -hmm. very interesting. Okay. Nice. There's like a. I don't know, like a, a fresh, zesty, not quite zesty, because that sort of has more of the citrus than I want, but this mm. is fresh zippiness to this nose, while still being very much what you'd think from a Motueka and a Mosaic coffee beer. It's fucking... This is one of the best... This is the best beer I've smelled all year. Wow. That's that's high praise, three days in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good oh, this is yeah i mean the nose alone is is um worth seeking out actually yeah yeah um, nice man so tell me about your rum um so i mean I, as i said you're instantly hit with a nose on this um it feels like it's a lot of cinnamon hmm like that is that is pushing through massively oh, that's interesting that's not something i would super pursue Wow. Jeez. So it 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 has a very different burn to the Havana Club. A tiny fishing it's, rod. It's a crab holding a fishing rod, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to derail you. I'm just making it so more people will look us up on YouTube. Just to see what's going on exactly. They can they know that they don't know that we're doing weird hand movements, but everyone else yeah, is talking right. about I, it. I mean, originally I was it was while you were tasting, I was just it was in front of me, packing up some Lego earlier, and then I was just like, "Oh, I'll play with this in front of the camera." And then you started actually talking about your thing, and I, and then I was like, "Oh, I should stop." And you're like, "Wait, what is that?" <laughs> no, too late, derailed. Right, back to the spiced rum. Um, I'm getting it. It's a very different burn to the Van Club. It's more kind of at the front of my tongue, uh, on my lips rather than like back of the mouth and the throat and the chest kind of burn uh, it's very kind of cinnamony but there may be something like it's the same kind of not burn but it's the same kind of fizziness that if you just you just sort of eat or have something that's like a ginger kind of mm. uh, essence to it like a ginger beer or something that gives you that slight kind of fizziness in there it feels like it's it's got that as well i'm not you know i'm not getting any kind of i was just gonna say it's i mean ginger it's a on yeah, I'm not getting any ginger on the flavor. Mean, like... Not, not sorry, not carbonation, but it's yeah. kind of, it's not quite, uh, it's not quite a burn. It's not quite that sort of alcoholic burn. It's a little bit lighter than that, and it's kind of just a bit of a, I don't know, mm, mm, a hard one to describe. But I'm not the... sure I, I'm following your what that fizziness is, but I think I get what you mean by like a like a light gingeriness. Yes. Yeah, a light, a light gingeriness to it. Um, having a second sip, the second sip starts to burn the back of the mouth a little bit, and the ginger, and there, there, there must be ginger in this definitely. Um, mm. It's starting to come through a little bit more. It, 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 there seems maybe that there is a ginger and maybe a little bit of cinnamon kind of going against that definitely do, in the nose there's a lot of that do you cinnamon. think the gingeriness is coming through because it's a spice and it's got a burn don't know whether it was like yeah like the last rum whether the 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 flavor and the texture of it kind of gave it that licorice kind of mm. essence to it whether this is doing the same and giving it a little, a little bit of a sort of a gingery essence to it i'm unsure um but that's kind of how it it, it comes across at least and again it's very light um it's it's got a little a little sweetness to it as well 
which whilst that burn is kind of is going on in the background or is not really in the background but whilst that burn is going on in my mouth there's a slight sweetness left almost like right on the tip of my tongue mm. which whilst my mouth is drying out this sweetness is kind of trying to make me salivate slightly you know oh. trying to bring that to the front um it's really it's really interesting kind of uh you know texture to this to kind of see what my mouth wants me to do next because i definitely want to grab the glass and have another have another sip but that that kind of that burn is sort of saying you don't you don't really need to mm. right now you could you could wait a little bit and the flavor sticks around quite nicely uh, but that that sweetness on the tip of my tongue is like no oh, go on just just keep going have another mm. have another sip i mean that's what you want out of a spice drum you want that lingering sweetness um so w we were talking on the first drum um mm. uh, about how spice drums tend to or actually non-spice drums um sort of dark a lot of dark rums do that sort of oaky vanilla-y route and you and i'm yes. just curious with the spice drum are you getting any of that vanilla or is that or is it just getting ground out by anything else if there i was... i mean if it does have vanilla and i'm not getting it yeah um i can't quite sort of tell you what that that sweetness is may you know whether it's a whether it is a vanilla you know or it's something else um it, it kind of it's so kind of in the background or at least it's it's pushed so much by this um this kind of gingery or this this spiced kind of cinnamony flavor mm. that it's hard to discern what that is but it's 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 kind of it's there it's present right um just just giving it a slightly different kind of you know profile rather cool. than just a bit of a, a gingery yeah cinnamony kind of burn so yeah yeah nice so the all the mo's all the mo's it's poured looks good oh yeah you know what that missing thing is it reminds me of i can't remember who made it but there was like when the past month sometime in december i had a like milkshake ipa that i was surprised wasn't super in your face hmm. it's that same creaminess okay that's what it is it's like that's this a smoothness around the more familiar hops uh, mm. notes that i was smelling nice Oh, that is an excellent, excellent beer. Ooh, um, ooh. It's surprisingly light on the finish. Yeah. Um, it doesn't linger, like the, the actual taste doesn't linger very long. The finish sort of, it hits the finish and the finish mm. doesn't fade completely, but sort of drops two steps down. Yeah. But it's all, it's the same notes that, that of the nose, which is excellent. And that creaminess so that, that... sort of, helps sort of just bridge all the all those things mm. and keep, keep them separate i guess and that that kind of that punchiness fading to the to the style of the of the beer mm -hmm. uh, you know rather than kind of sticking around very much so so like mm. you know if i swish around my mouth that bitterness lasts a little longer but it's still mm. not much longer okay. i'm still having the mostly it's the um light florally citrus um that's sticking around yeah um and again that creaminess whatever that is coming from um is what bridges sort of all the taste moves it's uh I... oh, it's really good um i might actually <laughs> i might nurse it because yeah it tastes like because 
so much happens in the taste, but very quickly. Mm. And like the, it gets to the finish quite quickly, and the finish sort of it does last. I mean, it's got uh, it's got some nice bitter aftertones, but there's not much changing. It's a very slow decline. Yeah. Of um of the finish, so I could easily just if I liked just the finish, I wouldn't reach for another sip. Mm-hmm. So really depends on if I want to explore more those first moves more whether I'll I think it's either going to take me forever to finish or I'm going to like keep pursuing that taste to try and figure it out yeah um yeah but it's a really excellent beer and it's um, nice it's it's got it's it's feels full-bodied but it's mm -hmm. nuanced and I think that's what that sort of what I'm calling the creaminess is what I mean by that yeah. like lots of things going on um but they're not in your face mm. Um, nice. And yeah, and there's that. There's a, a, slight, a slightly more sort of um, condensed um, effervescence. So like, like the, the bubbles are not super. Like it's not super bubbly, but it's there. And I think that's what I. That's helping with that creaminess. It's just the texture yeah. is also not a velvety mouth mouth feel, but like some mouth feel that sort of it, it's not super dry. And during it, you're like pretty satisfied. It's like a medium level of bubbles and it all just it's a really well packaged beer nice nice i mean everything you're saying is making me want to run to the bottle shop and, and find grab one beer. Yeah, so like, yeah yeah it's really tasty i like it all nice lot. good um let's start talking then about uh our anticipated games of mm -hmm. things i know a lot about um yeah. <laughs> We shall kind of rattle through these. Um, I think for me, a lot of them, we, you know, apart from maybe the ones that are releasing within the first few months, we don't know a huge amount about. Um, yeah, which I'm okay with. I, I, I think hype cycles have... I mean, I've never really bought into them, but boy, have they hmm. fucked up um, fandom and games journalism, we'll say. <laughs> um, we'll leave it at that. Um <laughs> And uh, yeah, just show me the game when it's almost done. Tell me why yeah. I should play it, and then let me buy it soon afterwards. Um, uh, I'm going to start us off um, with a game Ooh. that I think you poked a little, and you might not be able to talk about. But I'm hesitantly, I'm, ca I'm hesitant, I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, it's a big CO to Anthem. I'm curious because I didn't think I'd like Destiny when I got a free copy on the Xbox. I played a fuck ton of it. When I got a free copy of Destiny 2 on the PC, I played mm. not a lot because it kept my internet connection was just cut out enough that couple of days that it just kept resetting my the, the first mission. I was like, yeah. Oh, this is very annoying. I don't <laughs> care enough about this game. Like, I, And then I finally finished it and I played a game of soccer in like, the hub world and I was like, well, I'm bad at the soccer game. <laughs> and I don't feel like starting a real mission because I'm sure like internet connection will bump me out of it, so it won't count. Fuck yeah. this game, even though I had it for free. Um, but I like—I didn't think I'd like the concept of these sort of um, persistent, levelly, not quite MMO hybrid. I don't know what you call the the class of game. Um, it's a really. persistent. Uh, it's a persistent multiplayer shooter, um, yeah, which yeah. has plot elements, but it's much more... Yeah, it's like an endgame MMO FPS, I guess. It's like, we won't really trouble you with the levelly, grindy stuff. We'll just 
you'll do the same raids over and over, and that's why people like it. And I actually, what I, I mean, what I really liked about Destiny One, and I'm never finished it, and I saw my Xbox, so I never will. Um, is I really like the world building, and I really mm. like the story, and I didn't really want to replay the raids I had done or whatever to get the fat loot, or because there was a chest, yeah, yeah. treasure chest, and I'm like, so these. So, like, Destiny 2 has a very slim appeal to me because it's like, I, I'm just curious how well you wrote this, and then once I get run out of writing, I don't get this game. Yeah. Um, but I had enough fun with the few raids I did um, on Destiny 1, mm-hmm. which I got Expansion 3, which I'm going to call Wrath of the Lich King because I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> um, uh, and I played it, I played a little with... Um, fellow uh, ex out of livers now um, and that was really enjoyable and so that mm. gave me a taste of oh okay I see how FPS rating could be fun sure. and um, if it's it seems to be skewing more open worldy exploratory Slightly. and that, yeah yeah that's exactly what I liked about my foray into destiny one was just fucking like just wandering about while pursuing plot so as long as there's some plot, uh, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'll obviously wait for everyone to have an opinion, and then Expansion 1 comes out, the <laughs> core game will be in. really cheap, and yeah. I might buy it then. Um, it's it's very similar to how I'm feeling about um, The Division 2. Oh, that uh, was on my list too. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's quite high on my list, really. I mean, well, I say high on my list. These aren't really in any order. Um, but it's it's... I'm looking forward to it. I really enjoyed the division. We, you know, we spoke about it at length. Uh, you know, um, around release because we I both think kind the of only dabbled with it. We didn't end up playing more of it. I actually think I stagnated you because there was a big global gap when you got into it, and then I tried playing yes. it on the PS4, and I discovered just how bad I am at aiming <laughs> with a controller, and it was so frustrating because I was at basically end game. I was like two missions short of end game on the PC. Mm. But I didn't really have anyone to play with, and then you picked it up, and we're screaming through the game, and I was like, "Fuck it, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll." It was on sale. I'll buy it. I'll catch up. And then I was like, "I can't. Do, I've done this mission before. I know what the things are. Mm. I can't do controller." Um, and I one of the things I didn't do because it was, I don't remember. It was before a battlefield one time. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So what, like, and it was before I think my destiny times are right around the same. Like, I hadn't figured out how to aim or like how to you know, fix my sensitivity settings to make it work or whatever. Mm. And it was just really frustrating. Um, and then, but you kind of stopped progressing because you were waiting for me, and I feel like that interaction stopped us both. Yeah, it, it, a little. Yeah, I mean, I, I there was a few other people that I kind of dipped in and out uh, with, but I essentially played it as a single-player game, really. I mean, I did on, on PC as well, and I loved it as yeah. a single-player yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to Division Two. Uh, Sniper rifle, and maybe handgun, my friend. That's the a, uh, I was always shotgun, shotgun and assault rifle. Um, oh. Fuck yeah, we really. I mean, that we we should pair well <laughs> together then. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm. But that that's kind of the reason I want to play it again. I, I like the setting. Um, you know, obviously the setting is slightly different, but I like the the, the kind of like the gameplay, the perspective, kind of what they had going uh, enough to bring me into the second game, but to want to play with other people. You know, yeah. I don't really want to experience that game again as a single player game. I'd much rather experience that that game again as a, a multiplayer experience. And I could do that with the division. It's so cheap now that a bunch of us could probably pick it up and and play through it. But yeah. with the division two kind of 
on the doorstep. It seems a bit. Yeah, crazy. I mean, I thought I'd be more annoyed at the bullet sponginess yes. of things, yeah. and I wasn't really. I mean, part of it, I think, was like if you lucked out, you could get like, especially with, um, I mean, my mouse and keyboarding and playing a sniper, it was like. Oh, if I managed to luck out to get an earlier drop than I normally would have, like a really powerful fucking sniper rifle, it'd be yeah. like, oh, I'm the next mission I'm going to own because I have an because everything's based on like just stupid n- numbers, right? So it's like, mm. oh, this, I have a I have a gun that has more numbers than it should, so my headshots are just actually headshots and they're not yeah. just higher spongy headshots. It was like, yeah, oh, yeah. ping, 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 ping. This mm. is great. <laughs> Um, yeah, I know what you mean. I don't. I don't think the. I think the division two is going to be very similar. Yeah. In that kind of sponginess to it. I mean, uh, but eh. I also kind of enjoyed uh, Tom Clancy's TM Ghost Recon. Oh yes. Wildlands, um, um, for the similar reasons, and I re- so actually I ended up buying it and then never playing it because well, I played it a little bit, but I really enjoyed our stupid times on the beta. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would like to play. Something a little more corralled than that, and that's what Division Two seems to definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah at least so it seems a little bit more controlled. Um, mm. I mean, I think that that would be like so. Like we haven't really had a game to like co-op. Mm. So I, I don't remember when we stopped playing Battlefield One regularly. A while ago. Yeah. Um. But um. I'm sort of looking forward to something like that. I think Division Two might be the thing that could um fit slot in well. Yeah, and it's nice for you as well because it's a March release, so hopefully you'll be kind of in a, I'll either a space have to be able or, to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of the two. Um, I'm going to roll into another game, um, which... The Witcher 5? Jeez. What, what happens with The Witcher 4? Um, I, I forgot. <laughs> <the> <laughs> uh, well, I've got kind of... I've got another two games on here which are... They're not similar. They're both FPS games. So um, there's only a few... There's not a huge amount of kind of shooter games that I'm looking forward to this year. But The Division 2 is uh, is one of them. Doom Eternal is another. That was... Man, you're hitting my, you're hitting my limited list. But that's... I mean, I, I mean that's just because fucking Doom 20... Something... 16? 16? Was it 16? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, Doom was so good. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean... I didn't finish it because I haven't finished the game in ages because of reasons. Um, but uh, I'm looking forward to going back to it. And honestly, like yeah. when Doom Eternal comes out, I'm pretty much gonna go. Might even restart Doom, um, but definitely finish it. Like, and by that I mean mm. I don't know if my computer and all the if I've managed to lose the saved game. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean I'm I, I'm really looking forward to it. I really enjoyed it. It wasn't the fault of the game that I didn't finish it. Um, and so, it I mean, it's such a minimal bar. I want the same type of experiment experience. Exactly. And it was so yeah. gameplay based that it's not like you have to worry about a lot to redo it mm. like well i mean it, obviously it's not like well you know just reskin things and ha 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 but i mean <laughs> they have a good handle of the gameplay yeah the definitely. plot of the game won't matter so it's not like you have to worry about writing it's just like coming up with new enemies and new dynamics but in the mm-hmm. same gameplay space that they clearly fucking know because that game was a smash completely completely that's exactly the reason i'm kind of I, i'm looking forward to it just have this kind of almost no nonsense frantic fast-paced kind of almost 
brawler in a way. Uh, you know, it feels like you're just you're jumping between rooms so quickly, just f flying through, eviscerating everything kind of in your path. And you want that power, you want that kind of that that gore, that speed, um, just to kind of take you through. And as you say, you don't need to worry too much about the story and stuff. I mean, it's nice if it's there, but I'm not going to worry just, too. It much wasn't about a story it. released. It's not why it made it. Great. No. On, on the opposite end of the, the shooter scale, the other shooter I'm looking forward to is um, Metro Exodus, which is, is pretty soon, is, is next month. Um, so oh, yeah. that's a little bit more kind of story-driven. It's a bit more survival. Well, it's, it's a lot more survival than kind of Doom. But it's got I... those elements to it that kind of just intrigue me. And I absolutely loved Last Light. So if it's more of the same, then I'm, I'm I... definitely on board. own the Metro games but never got into them. Uh, okay. Um, and that's not because they didn't appear. It was just the timing. And, yeah. and then also the, like, oh, I should play the first one before playing the second one. Oh, now there's a third one? Goddamn. What if it didn't matter, Adele? I don't know what that means. Shut up. Why are you so mean to me? <laughs> <laughs> um, I never played the first one, but um, I think I got the second one um, as a PS Plus game on the PS3 a long right. time ago. Um I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, it does storytelling really well. It does dark, cramped, claustrophobic spaces that fill with enemies really well. Um, it creates tension. It makes a, the game scary. Even though you have these powerful weapons in front of you uh, to be able to take stuff down, you are still hesitant in that game, you know. Um, they, they're changing things up a little bit in this. You know, you don't have to worry about kind of like the uh, bullets being currency in this game right. so you're not worried about whether you should try and do a more stealthy approach and save your bullets um so it may open it up a little bit more but it kind of seems like it's trying to lean a little bit into the survival kind of nature of it still by by making it maybe a little less constrained perhaps uh, but it's i i've not seen much more than kind of like the the trailers and the demos that have been shown so right. uh you know it's going to be kind of the, the couple of weeks or the before when we start getting previews and reviews start to drop that, that we're really going to get a proper flavor for what that game is kind of going to be uh, but from what i've seen so far it, it'll probably be one of my first buys of this year i would imagine uh, but we'll see maybe uh, have you got another game to roll us into? Um, uh, originally, I was quite looking forward to the first real Fire Emblem game for the Switch. Like, not the Heroes oh. one, but the actual one. Because yep. that should be coming out this year. But it's Nintendo, so maybe not. <laughs> um, but to be honest, I have to say, um, cribbing from your, or rather calling back to you, your earlier comments about what about the game still hasn't managed to play from this year? I'm much more looking forward to playing a playthrough through of Mutant Year Zero yes. for my SRPGs mm. uh, fix than I am Fire Emblem. Sure. Uh, but that is, a, I mean, it's the right wheelhouse. I've enjoyed the previous games. Um, although, now that I think about it, I think this guy of five came out and I never played that, so that should be on my list. Um <laughs> I don't know. In that in that category of game, right? Like, sure. Um, but yeah, so I would say, that, but I am I'm looking forward to hearing about how good or bad it is. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, 
I have finished my rum. I might open up another one. I know that you're probably nowhere near yeah. your beer. Yeah, yeah. So, just sit on your beer for a while. It's yeah, I was going to say, I have the third beer, but I don't need to. No, we don't. You save it. Save yeah. it for next week, perhaps. Uh, so, I'm going to open up Legendario Elixir de Cuba Puncho Rum Protecto Hecco on Cuba. 34% alcohol. I don't know kind of what most of that means. Um, I definitely can't I'm read the. It's legendary. <laughs> Bebe Responsa men... Responsablemente. It's probably drink responsibly. Uh, yeah. That's kind of it. I mean, that literally is what it means. I know a little Spanish. There we go. Mm. Mm. I'm guessing it's a dark rum, not spiced. Wow, it seems super. I don't know whether it's just the. It's got a. Um, it's no. I think it's a dark rum. It looks. I mean, it looks. A, it looks darker. It's a bit more brown than the. Um, than the dark matter. It's got this little kind of pouring cap. Oh yeah. In it as well, which has made it kind of trickle out. It almost made it seem sort of syrupy the way it was pouring, but I don't think it is. Um, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Darker than the last one. I'm going to assume it's not spiced though. I wouldn't think so. Yeah. Smells much more like the Vanna Club. Not getting a big kind of... Uh, not getting any spice on there, really. But again, not a... Uh, you know, as you get with some darker rums... Um, you know, that, that kind of... That hint at vanilla. You know, vanilla's used a lot in rum. Yeah. But used a lot more in spiced rum. But there's not kind of anything quite there for it yet, but... Uh, the vanilla flavor is often comes from the oaky barrels, doesn't it? I don't know. Yeah, okay. I just, don't worry about I just, it. I just drink this stuff. Yeah. Um, Legendario. Okay. I say it kind of poured out a little syrupy. Um, it's got a very, very sweet flavor to it. Almost uh, honey. Super, super smooth. Doesn't mm. have the burn of the Havana Club at all. Like there, oh, it, what's it's, the, the ABV? Because you did mention it, it is lighter. It's thirty-four percent. The other okay. two were forty percent. So it's yeah. a little bit lighter. Um, this has that honey sweetness to it that makes it just just you know flow so smoothly. Yeah. I've got that burn kind of a little bit in my in my chest, only slightly, a little bit in my throat. Nowhere near what I had from the Havana Club. Again, completely different kind of burn from the from the dark matter spiced rum. The sweetness sticks around very nicely. Uh, and unlike the dark matter, it hasn't got me reaching for the for the glass again. It's kind of not dried my mouth out oh, and kind of made me, you know, salivate slightly to kind of yeah. try and grasp towards it. I'm thinking probably because I'm talking so much, yeah. I want another sip because I want another sip. Um it's 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 odd because you don't get any of that that sweetness on the nose at all. There's nothing at all there. It smells very similar to the Havana Club. I mean, if Maybe I, that... I, I don't know whether it's because I've been, you know, because I've had three rums, three different rums now. But on the nose, you know, the Havana Club, yeah. you're getting much more of that ethanol, that alcohol punch right. to it when you open it up. This one is so that six percent must be doing a lot to to drop that you're not getting yeah. that through on the nose at all um so i mean i don't taste rum but i used to 
Yeah, you just have a, a scotch habit. But um, when you're tasting scotch, what, one of the things you do is you put your hand over the cup mm. um, and, and wait for like 10, 20 seconds. Okay. Such that when you release, you've built up the nose because, of oh. course, as time is going by, some of it's evaporating. It's and like so give, give it a good 20, 30 seconds um, like this, covering it, and then uh, and then quick like let go and then just give a nice slow dry in and you'll mm. get basically it's just amplifying the nose because yeah, you're yeah. concentrating it but that That's might give idea. you a better idea of what the what the nose is doing mm. i shall sit on this for a, a, another few seconds and mm. come back to it maybe well yeah how long have we had maybe 15 20 seconds yeah keep going no 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 you mm. even even that sort of little time yeah did just give me a little bit more yeah definitely kind of a, a honeyness which if I stick my nose in and I really sniff, obviously is coming through a lot more now because I know it's yeah. there, but mm, that's good. Right. More games, more games. Um, um, so you said Metro Exodus? Yes, Metro Exodus. Um, so there's kind of, there's a few more I want to talk about, but some of them we don't know much about at all. So uh, obviously things like The Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. I'm really looking forward to. No idea if they're 2019 games. Yeah. Um, I mean, Ori, the new Ori is supposed ooh. to be the deer. Yes. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Mm. I'm looking forward to that. Because nice. Of Ori. Yeah. Which you can play um, on the PC as well. Yeah. Um, uh, Pocket Monsters is supposed to come out on the Switch this year. Ooh, I'm not a yeah, Pocket again, Monster person. Mm, but... Sure. Yeah. That's the thing. Might, might hold the same kind of time slot as um, as Let's Go as well. You know, right towards the end of the year. Um, what was what's Let's Go? End of November release, beginning of December maybe. So yeah, might still hold that. Obviously, there's a lot of time. Nintendo have this way of being able to kind of go, oh, here's a direct. This game is yeah. coming out in like two months' time. Which you know, I oh, brilliant. Kind okay. of am okay with it. Yeah. Um, uh, do you have? Uh, I'm just gonna throw another one out. Um, I really, really, really liked the first one. I'm hesitantly hoping the second one. Beyond Good and Evil Two. Ooh, another another could, 2019 waiver. Yeah. yeah. If not, if not one of those like, things where they said two years ago, or yeah, in 2017 they said it was gonna come out this year, but I'm gonna guess next year. Well, I mean, they may have said 2019 because maybe I, I think. Beyond Good and Evil may be a next generation um, mm. game as well. So people kind of say 2019 because maybe the consoles are coming oh, out in 2019 right. and the game can come out then. But, you know, who who knows with a lot of these games. I mean, so it, in, in that case, I think Last of Us 2 is probably going to be... If we're that close to the new generation, it's going to be a launch title on the new gen. There'd be, I think. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I wonder whether The Last of Us 2 is a early 2020 game and then the ps5 is a late like a holiday 2020 release so you've right, got which is why i'm year. saying if, if it's close it's going to be yeah. a lot yeah so i think we're i think we're we're probably you know just under two years away from the new the new systems so we've got some time for these games to kind of come out and have have a bit of time you know that's not going to hamper their sales and things like that um so another one that kind of falls into this category for me is um star wars jedi fallen order so I, the, I, uh, I read about one? it, by, and by that I mean I saw it on a list of games, and somehow I know nothing about it. And because I like 
Star no Wars one, games. No one knows anything about it. It's been so kind of like dark. We had the announcement of the name of it from. Uh, it is Respawn, isn't it, that are making it? Yeah. We had the announcement at E3, or just. Who's the guy? What's the guy called? Vince Sampella? Yes. Um, he was sat like in the crowd and just said, Yeah, we're making the Star Wars game. This is the name of it. And everyone's like, Woo! And that's it. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, I mean, but... I really like the Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. Yeah, um, definitely. Those games were good. Yeah, they improved on Dark Forces dramatically. <laughs> um, <laughs> and because it's respawn, God, it could go any kind of way, uh, and that's why yeah, I don't know what to think. Because like, if it's like a Titanfall esque thing in the Star Wars universe. That doesn't make sense because we have the battle shitty battlefront remakes. You just just um, ATST drivers constantly. That's it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly, right. So, yeah. so then, what is respawn? Do like where they excel is like these like really quick, dynamic, balanced gameplay. How that translates to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? That's what it's called. Who? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Not like, clue. Yeah. Um, so a game that I think is well, a game that is slated to come out this year, which um, I think I think it's something that you played. Did you play Quantum Break? I did. You did play Quantum Break. So it's from. Remedy. I liked it a lot. I didn't finish it. Um, why didn't I finish it? Oh, there was a level that I wanted to really do well. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. And you just stopped. Like yeah. Yeah. Um, so the new game from them is uh, Control, which looks kind of a little bit insane you know the 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 room is shifting the building that you're in is kind of shifting in this kind of sci-fi style uh you know panels are kind of changing it's almost like a little bit sort of portal-esque in the way that the the room kind of changes and moves uh, i didn't the, realize it was from those guys yeah because um, i saw the, it on a list and i was like i don't know what this is mm, the character the 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 main character kind of looks like she's going around and she you know she looks like she has a gun which i think in one of the trailers kind of shifts as well whether it's a different item and turns into a gun i can't remember but she looks like maybe she's got some kind of powers as well with like psychic powers that she can kind of push things or maybe it's her changing the environment it seems really interesting kind of as a concept that you've got this constantly changing environment and it it might not be a constantly changing environment you know we might not be going through a level and then coming back through it being shifting all of the time it might just be a very linear corridor game you know and you see the remove and then that's just how you kind of do it and then you I mean, move on to another space and stuff it might not be quite what i think i want it to be but i really like what so i was um i respected alan wake yeah didn't think it was like the best implementation of what they were trying to do like there were mm. clearly flaws I really liked Quantum Break. I thought, um, to be honest, uh, that game felt really well designed, which mm. I was surprised at. Well, actually, to be honest, I mean, no, 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 I think about it. Aiming wasn't as big of a deal so long as you were time controlling, which then makes sense that, like, why I might be better on the console than when I, like, because. I bought it on the Xbox, uh, and I have it installed on my PC because of Play Anywhere. Yes. Um, and then the la and the last few times I tried to play it, I was like, I haven't played this game in ages. When I played it, I was I was playing with a controller with 
buttons mapped to yeah that yeah. I barely remember. And it's like I don't like. I mean, this like room where it's just an immediate assault, and it's like <laughs> I don't remember all. I don't remember what all the moves are, let alone yeah. what they are, and I don't have any muscle memory because it's been a long time, and also my muscle memory was based on using an Xbox controller and now I have a muscle mm-hmm. keyboard. Fuck, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, one of the reasons why I was like, ah, oh, it's no big deal getting the next is because that's one of the games I really wanted to finish, mm-hmm. and I knew I could play it on PC. Yeah, yeah, and that's but, fair. Uh, I mean, but I, I really respect it. I, I, you know, it was a lot of downloading of like cutscenes and whatever, mm. um, because they had that sort of TV show yep. element, element to it. Mm. I thought was okay. Like it, it was, it, I thought it was better than like my de- trying to do, mm. but it was just like this is an interesting idea. I'm glad you did it. I don't think many people are going to do it again. That's okay. Sure. Um, and, and what made me happy with Quantum Break was like the gameplay and the the time dynamics. Like all the, the powers you got made the gameplay really interesting, such that even though like the plot was kind of fractured because of this attempt, it didn't ruin the game, but also um yeah basically it was like i also even though the the plot stuff sort of took away from the game it was it was an unique and interesting way of approaching storytelling with games that mm-hmm. i super appreciate and want more attempts at it wasn't like oh, what's his nuts you know david cage it's not like david cage just him as a man <laughs> well you know what i mean like yeah yeah i, know I want mean. movies but I can't make movies, so I'll make games that are just, like, a bunch of QTEs. <laughs> um, right? Like, yeah. it was like, what if we involved movie-like storytelling in a game where we acknowledge that transition and try mm-hmm. to make sense of what the two mediums do well in and of themselves? Exactly, Super yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I yeah. mean, because of that, I, I the next couple of games Respawn does, I'll probably pick up. I just missed Control. I didn't realize Control was that. I mean... You know me, I've been in a, a game hermit for a long time. I didn't mm. realize that this game was out, let alone by there, or not. Like, there was a trailer, let alone it was by these guys. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it would be interesting to see what they kind of take from Quantum Break as well, what they implement, whether it's just, you know, more of a traditional kind of game, or whether there are little bits in there as well. We'll see. Um, I've got I've got two more. One I kind of don't really want to talk about. I've got a I couple kind of more as well, do. so... Alright, um, so the one I don't really want to talk about, which we can move on quite quickly from, is um, In the Valley of the Gods. Oh, I don't uh, know this one. From Campo Santo. Um, which, if you haven't seen the, if you haven't seen the trailer for it, go and watch the trailer for it. That will do it much more justice than I will through What's explanation. It In, the... In the Valley of the Gods. Um, it's got a fantastic art style uh, revolving around. It looks to be sort of like 1920s wow. kind of Egypt. Uh, whether you're uh, like tomb raiders as such or kind of explorers discoverers kind of trying to go through the tombs in egypt i'm not sure but based on kind of firewatch and the 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 relationship that that the the two characters in firewatch have this kind Mm. of looks to be changing that dynamic up where you're actually with another character and you have those direct uh, um those direct kind of conversations with people rather than being kind of over a radio you know people can't, you can't get away from each other you have to have those uh, conversations so whether it's a difficult kind of relationship between the two characters will be interesting to see um so uh, and again i don't know kind of where this game is out because campo santo was picked up by valve 
yeah. like the only studio ever to be picked up by Valve in the last however many years. So I don't well, know where this games for ages. Exactly, I don't know where this game kind of is at yeah. the moment either. So again, just go and watch a trailer. You'll see how kind of good it looks. Uh, my, I've just run straight into my final one, yeah. um, which is the the man the man of Medan. Oh, I don't know this one. Which is um, Supermassive Games, the people who made um, oh shit, nah, the game's gone from my mind. What's the game called with the kids in the cabin and the yetis, but they're not yetis, and the people and the stabby and the death. <laughs> the worst way to describe a game ever. <laughs> I. I... I thought I knew what you were talking about. No, I don't. You oh, well, until dawn. Until dawn. There we go. So I, yes. So to be honest, when you said the kids in the cab, it's like oh, it's until dawn. And then you said the yetis and the other thing, and my brain was like, wait, is that the thing? And then I, and then it was so confused that it threw the words until dawn out, and I was like, no, wait, I'm pretty sure it was that thing. What was I that think, thing? I don't remember. I, I think I confused it. myself as well. Yeah. Um. So, Man of Medan is kind of like another horror short from these guys. It's uh, I think they've been calling it like an anthology piece, and it's called the Dark Pictures, as a as a whole kind of the thing that they're kind of crafting at the moment. So, uh, set on a boat, horror on a boat seems fucking frightening. So, uh, again. I don't know whether the date there's been a date for this, so kind of 2019. I mean, maybe. so I'm on Supermassive Games website, and they have it slotted for 2019. Yeah, yeah. Some point in the next 362 days. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they're they're the games that I kind of am looking forward to. There's uh, definitely there's a lot more, but yeah, I'm going to add kind of a couple. So yes. Um. So uh, I'll I'll. I jokingly said Shinmu 3. I don't know what to make of that. Um, but um, I <laughs> liked the premise of... Oh, shit, that rare game. The pirate rare game. Uh, sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves, yeah. I yes. played a bunch of the the closed beta and then the open beta. And I liked... So my biggest problem with Assassin's Creed Black Flag uh, was... I don't know where we're going. The best part of that game was when you weren't Assassin's Creeding and you were just uh -huh. fucking pirating and Bones sure. is the pirate game. I just don't trust Ubisoft, I'm sure they're gonna fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a it's a low like again, like I said I'm super I'm cautiously optimistic about Anthem. I'm much less cautious but still optimistic about Division Two. I think it'll yep. probably end up picking it up and having some fun even if it's not the greatest. Uh-huh. Um, and this is like lower than both, lower than Anthem. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this could easily be a slam dunk if only Ubisoft knew why their games were good, but they clearly <laughs> don't. Like they 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 make game they make games that have good parts, but don't understand why those parts are good. Um, and it's then a, it's a weird own. it's a weird place Ubisoft are in there. Um, weird. I know very little about the Outer Worlds, but I'm again oh, yes. optimistic about that because it's from the original Fallout creators, and oh. I think I really liked Fallout New Vegas. It's got Fallout New Vegas as some of their dev team and the original Fallout creators. Um, yeah, I, I didn't end up playing Fallout Four, though I think I may own it. Um, but like some, uh, yeah, but like that. Maybe could be good, mostly because it's not a Fallout. I, I feel like the problem with the Fallout series is they're attached to the Fallout universe and like taking the premise 
the vague premise that make grounds fallout to it but re just doing everything new is exactly what the series needs which is like something's happened to the world post-apocalyptic fast forward like someone's something happened to the world and you're coming from in a fast forward to that sure and that's what outer worlds is um but my my big star um has got to be because i am such a fan of the first two is the fact that Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 Ooh, is coming out yes. in 2019 exclusively to the Switch. I know, weird, right? Right? And I don't know what that means um, because, but I mean, that's what's going to get me fucking paying for Switch monthly tax because <laughs> I don't think I'll be able to play that game by my, like, in, in my house. I'm going to need to have online friends. Fuck. But I fucking love as we talked about in our marvel review yes alliance one and two um it's it's a game where even though the developers quit switched eh, um i'm still probably gonna like week one it yeah because i love that series so much it's it's just i've beat one and two several times like i just enjoy playing those games if they get, if they figure out the basic mechanics of what makes those, that series good, I will do it. I'm hoping that it's more bite-sized or at least like the missions are slightly shorter and you can stop sure. start, such that like I could like come to yours with and we can play on the two controllers and yeah. level yeah like, it fits it fits more with the time that you have it's a little bit more accessible yeah in terms i of think that's of, what uh, that's what putting it on the switch should be is sure. same style gameplay shorter missions um and multiple save games ideally so that like i could have a running game with you and a running yeah. game with someone else etc yeah. that would be my dream come true and honestly, you wouldn't need to do anything else as long as I can be the Human Torch because he's OP if you spec him the right way in both one Ooh, and two. Any Fantastic Four characters be included? Who knows? They're up, so, up in the air well, a little bit of yeah. Marvel, aren't they? So Yeah, one of the problems with Ultimate Alliance 1 especially was that uh, they had DLC packs on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 mm. that gave you more characters and like things like the Hulk were not part were DLC locked. Yeah. But those contracts quickly expired and when they re-released the games like for on PC for example, they didn't get any extra licensing, so you you the only way to play those extra characters is if you bought them at the time on oh, the Xbox 360 lame. or PlayStation 3. There's just no way of get accessing those characters. That also include playing as some of the enemies. Yeah. The bad guys. So there, there was like a hero's expansion and then a uh, villain's expansion. And those characters were really fun. And you just, you can't, you, there's no incarnation play unless you happen to own it on PSN or Xbox Live from 10 years ago. Literally 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, rubbish. Yeah. Rubbish. So this might bridge that gap. This might give you, you know. Yeah. So I'm hoping they'll yeah nice so they are most anticipated games for 2019 at you drank beer i, I drank rum um i'm i i mean for me i'm just going to tell you what my favorite one was because yeah, i have poured it again uh, i've reached for it a second time and that I, was I, I saw you reach but i couldn't see the bottle so mm. i was like i know there's a winner there's a clear winner grab the bottle. there is it is the 
Legendario. Um, it, the third I mean, it sounded I like had. a really smooth. So one of my problems with spiced rums is, and I think this is just because I like things like whiskey. Yeah. So like the types of tastes I'm used to is spiced rum feels like it's trying to like overcompensate and overload and yeah. over right like overcompensate for a lack of just general character, which is not always the case. But because I'm used to a, like. Whiskies where you never have that like in your face thing. I feel like oh, a good quality this, a good quality like liquor is has strong tastes, but they're nuanced. They're not in yep. your face, etc. Mm -hmm. So when I whenever I try rum, I'm always reaching for sort of a top shelf dark rum because it reminds me of the things I know, and I recognize sure. that's not fair because there are some really quality spiced rums and yes. the whole point of a quality spiced rum is it's going to be more in your face but it's what you're yeah it's exactly what you're describing yes yeah 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 and that's fair um i mean it, for me the legendary was as you say it was just that little bit smoother it, it is a bit more nuanced uh you get a lovely kind of honey sweetness to it it's doing slightly more than the havana club is uh, which is much more oaky Right. Uh, you know, a, a nice but but kind of uh, a danker kind of uh, a flavor to it. The dark matter obviously very different to to both of them, um, but a big big punch of that one. Nice a nice winter kind of rum though, um, something that definitely gives you a slightly different burn than the other two. Um, mm. But yeah, the legendario just kind of stood out a little bit more perhaps for me. Right. Um, don't think I've ever really had much. I've had honey in rum, but I don't think quite to this punch. Right. Uh, so yeah uh, an easy one for me this week uh, as i think it will be for you as well yeah it's all the most yeah it's just it's just clearly all the most it's it's one of those things where um on other weeks this this um the weird beard might have a chance mm. especially against so i will say this the kill pills um weird beer at least this batch that i had um if it was against other loggers it would fucking it probably trounce most of the ones yeah. i've had including the craft loggers i've had in in recent mm. months um it has a really interesting nuance it has a softness that you don't normally get with pills and like a depth um with with loggers and pilsners but but like it's just just outclassed like this nice. is a pale ale it's not an ipa mm. it's a pale ale with a huge amount of nuance on the foretaste and some depth on the finish that still made, but it was still a pale ale, so it didn't last that long. So I was reaching for it in a way that you don't do with an IPA because they're sort of like even lighter IPAs, sort of like, yeah. like there's just a lingering that happens with the higher alcohol and the the stronger hopping. And this just didn't, and that's why I like I I nursed it a little bit, but was consistently mm -hmm. going back because I was like, oh, I want have more of this experience and what i really liked about it was it was very hoppy but not like like the hot there were clearly some hops going on but it wasn't hoppy in your face and it yep. still felt like a pale ale because again it didn't linger that long didn't linger it's yeah, just a perfect it, it's a great fucking beer if you perfect. have a chance find the arbor all the most it's really really good it's um yeah i mean and it's all like it's it's a night it's the right level balance between sort of nuance where i mean like not in your face but still things going on um that uh 
To be honest, Arbor usually has sort of a stronger taste contenders going on. This might be, mm-hmm. this might edge out a lot of other Arborers like because it feels, it feels more balanced and yep. less like this is a taste we know you'll like. Nice. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely Good. worth finding. Find this fucking beer. Good. Yeah, I definitely will. Um. So. If you guys want to talk to us about games or beers, you can do so in lots of different ways. I am at Nova underscore 47 on Twitter and on PSN and Steam. Adol, you are at the Omniarc on almost all of the things except Twitch. But that I'm one gonna doesn't. Start, I'm going to start Twitch screaming. Streaming. Twitch screaming. <laughs> Twitch I'm going to screaming. Scream, <laughs> just yelling on Twitch. Uh, once, I mean, if I don't. if I Once I finish this dissertation and I look for a job, I'll have nothing better to do. I plan on playing video games and not <laughs> writing papers and trying to further my career. Brilliant. So, yeah, I'll start streaming or something. Nice. And then you're just the Omniarch, no underscore. Uh, no. Yeah, that's no, right. No, I'm the underscore Omniarch on Twitch. That's right, but I'm yes. the Omniarch on Mixer. That right. thing that no one uses. We are at Nova. No, we're not. We are at <laughs> Enter <laughs> underscore no, we're, we're cast. Seven. We've changed it. The, the official handle that's is it, now. Man. Yeah, that's it. Just, just me. Just me. Um, you can also reach us at the Out of Lives Facebook group. Yes, definitely do. We're posting more. Uh, we're trying to engage a little bit more. We're doing a little bit more individual posting as well. Yeah. Uh, if um, there's something interesting that we see, we're we're putting it up. So come I on also, to our Facebook page. I, I also get the updates that that there are tanked up fans who consistently check in on the tanked up Facebook group, even though I think it's. April was the last top time it was updated. Jeez. Um, if you are a listener who also uses the tanked up Facebook group, please abandon it and join the out of lives one. Uh, we don't touch it. We, we I'm going to delete don't. it. I'm doing it. I'm going to delete it this week. It's going to be gone. We don't have to worry about it then. Um, you should also go to outoflives.net to look at other articles and listen to other podcasts that are posted up on there if they're not already subscribed to in your podcast service. Oh, of actually. Choice. Um, you did you get a chance to listen to the this next act Christmas special? No, it's queued up, ready uh, okay. for tomorrow. Because I was curious, because uh, I edited it and there was more visual jokes than I was hoping for. So I have no idea. <laughs> like, I was hoping you could be like ringing endorsement, um, jingling endorsement. It's a Christmas special. maybe jingling um, endorsement. Yes, maybe yeah. next week I can, but then yeah. we're a week late, I suppose. But yeah christmas jokes last all round right oh yeah it's fine oh god yeah we're done you're you're losing words ben christmas jokes last all round is not a coherent sentence four four double shots yeah thank you for admitting that you were pouring doubles because you're like i'll just pour a splash like that's (laughs) four double shots in an hour is uh yeah it's hit me yeah it's a lot uh i'm gonna pour another legendario and i'm gonna go and watch luther so for another week we've been tanked up by it's it's been tanked up by a dylan ben (laughs) (laughs) yeah you are drunk that's that that wasn't that funny awesome ciao www.outoflives.net